podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come with us? Hey, this is John Lane from the Thriving Tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to It's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer right here on parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, altrockradio.ca, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, xrpradio.co.uk, brutaroo.radio.com, and buildascene.com. This is episode number 562 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight is Tiz from xrpradio.co.uk. <laughs> or yeah, as he told me earlier, Zerp like the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? I, I had to say, I, had, I struggled to hold my tongue there when you said XRP Radio. I was going to be like, woo, yeah! But uh, <laughs> the professional in me uh, kind of grabbed my tongue and stopped me from speaking. <laughs> So sometimes when I introduce introduce your station, I, I mentioned that Ozzy is from there. <laughs> oh yeah, 
yeah um yeah unfortunately somewhat <laughs> the stigma is still with uh the brummies most definitely um it's strange though we're, we're not uh we, we've probably got a more american team now than, than british team i think i i am the only uh birmingham based dj on team uh, as we speak so yeah big change around in our team recently well that that explains why you're willing to be doing this at 2 30 in the morning your time <laughs> yeah this, this is it's nine o'clock to me it's just like you mate don't worry about it <laughs> um so i i guess the first question i want to ask is you know you approached me about playing my show how did you even hear about my show um no it would have came from one of two things either i mean this is quite a while ago now actually um we were um, deciding to rebuild our 24-7 stream and we were determined not to go down the route of having an auto DJ on because I really dislike that. I think, I mean, looking at most of the stations, they tend not to great great listenership there and it's kind of meant for filler material um, just so when someone tunes into the station, there's something on so they don't think it's broken. Um, and I really didn't want to go that way. So we did a big outreach program, uh, which failed, to be honest with you. We're like, who wants some airplay? And uh, I think we were a bit, I mean, we've been running for 14 years, but we had a little bit of a hiatus in between while we rebuilt the, the company into what it is today. Um, so I think people were a bit dubious of this seemingly quite new on the same station going, we want all of your content. Um, so it would have been one of two things it would have been on recommendation from possibly uh, a few bands in the area i know uh from, from back in those 14 years ago days we worked with bands like pa uh, paintbox which are around your area so it may have been from that the other thing is i sat down for hours and searched itunes and searched unsigned music shows on itunes and literally step by step went through every single one did my little bit of research listened to them um and we we came across the the pi rock show knew that we had a, a small following in pennsylvania anyway and just thought well the two the two companies seem to match up quite nicely um and then after seeing the stuff that you do with build the scene and and uh first angel as well it was just like, okay, we're having you now. We want you. You hooked. We, we, <laughs> you don't have a choice in the matter. If you'd have said no, I would have probably continued to pursue you and <laughs> just submitted. Uh, to be honest, it's kind of cool to hear you mention First Angel. Um, I'm terrible at mentioning First Angel Media, which is hilarious because I'm the vice president of First Angel Media. But I think build the scene first. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it has to be said. Uh, one thing I will say about First Angel Media is uh, you are very much in my inbox to the point where I don't think I could have not mentioned you. I don't think it would have <laughs> been possible. Um, I mean, the, pro the the outreach emails that you do on behalf of artists are absolutely fantastic. Um, and my response emails are probably not quite as fantastic. Uh, uh, but we do get quite a lot over here. Um, but yeah, uh, First Angel Media promotion... Uh, if you're looking for artist representation, I'm not being paid to say this, um, but definitely worth worth taking a look at because uh, just from a, a radio programmer point of view, the, the emails that we get have all the information that we need. They're presented in the right manner and they're not just like the typical kind of email blast that we get elsewhere. Um, so you can uh, rub my belly later on, Bill. <laughs> well, since we're, since we're talking about outreach, um, you do a little bit of that. You want to touch upon what, what you do as far as um, getting information out to the world? So, yeah, I mean, XRP Radio is first and foremost a, a broadcasting agency. Um, so we, it's the typical online exposure and promotion of bands, getting people to literally hear uh, music. But because we're a small independent, obviously, um, uh, a lot of our listenership comes from uh the work that we do on social media platforms and networking platforms um so yeah we through trying to um expand the station's listenership uh through that we ended up 
somewhat naturally learning a lot about social media and how that works and my background prior to xrp radio was i mean i've got degrees in marketing branding um and and brand awareness brand management um so it was just kind of natural to link the two together uh and we ended up um creating kind of a promotional package that uses the social media and and the the networks that we've kind of created on them um to to help do outreach on behalf of artists for kind of undercutting the idea is to undercut the price that you pay on facebook for boost posting and stuff like that um to to go and and we all know when we click that facebook boost post button we end up getting you know 700 people from india and Braslavia and whatever like your post and it looks good until uh you you click on um the, the likes and realize these likes seem very fake generated and i don't care what anyone says but uh even um even facebook use like farms i'm sorry facebook it's the truth <laughs> um so we try and make sure that we're engaging uh independent bands with independent music fans specifically um so yeah it's, it's all kind of based around that yeah um real quick um hi chris it's uh thunder with chris thunder with dotson from Wolf's customs hello um, chris i really hope that is your real middle name <laughs> he is a native american so there's a good chance that it could be um he does custom work on guitars and um basses and drums and they do finishes on it his um wife raven does hand painting and he does hollow flash finishes and you can check them out at wolfscustoms.online and we've got, uh we've got thunder wolf and raven come on yes and and you might want to read that one. <laughs> oh right yes we have a message from my beautiful girlfriend for all of her support and help and she, I, I've got her on a call actually over the, on the side and she's laughing, probably not realizing that this is a, a visual stream and it comes up in big, massive letters. So uh, thank you for that embarrassment. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, it's not his real, real middle name. It was given to him by an elder. Very cool. Still cool. And again, Thunderwolf and Raven, you can't go wrong there, can you? That that's a power couple name if I've ever heard one. Um, so why don't you tell the artists that that are going to be listening how that they can get airtime on on the station? So we are very liberal with our airtime is the easiest way to put it. Um, we we have a selection of shows, uh, three specific shows, but uh, other ones are included. Uh, so I run a tagged show on. A Tuesday, this is going to be confusing to some because I'm going to do this all Britishified. Um, but uh, 7 till 11 p.m. GMT, I think that's about 2 till 6-ish or 3 till 7-ish or some, yeah. something around those lines. What, what did you say the times were again? Uh, 7 till 11 p.m. GMT. So, yeah, 2, two to 6. 2 to 6. Uh, so I do that on a Monday, uh, no, on a Tuesday and a Saturday night. Um, or afternoon for you guys uh and i play every uh one track from every artist that has submitted recently uh i don't listen to them beforehand i will not let my uh stigma and my personal preference get in the way of it the one thing that you will guaranteed get is a completely honest review at me so up <laughs> upload at your uh own uh duress as it were um i have I'm typically constructive in my criticism, uh, but certain things I have been rather extremely <laughs> critical about. I do warn you, um, but we do give everything a fair chance. And quite often I'll turn around and go, I don't really like this. And our chat box, uh, which is kind of one of the big focuses for us, um, jumps on and goes, you're wrong. I mean, I'm not a big country music fan, but I'll play the country music. And many people will turn around to me and go, you're wrong. This is a great track. Um, which I think is kind of one of the the great things about um, XRP. We, we're a big group. It's not just a group of any specific genre across the board. We do have genre-specific shows. Uh, and as uh, 
your more of a rock and metal uh, basis. So I can shout out things like the Kilogic Effect and Graven's Metal Vault, which are also places where where any musician out there can get airplay uh, for those genres. Um, but in short, if you want to get involved, get onto the website at xrpradio.co.uk. Uh, sign up for an oh yeah, it's there. It's over, it's more over my side than yours. Yeah, it's it's hard to point to. <laughs> it's okay. This, this website or oh, this one oh this mirror image thing is doing my head um uh and uh so go to that website create an artist account using the login to- sign up button in the top right hand corner of the screen uh once you've created your account make sure you create an artist account if you want to upload um again in your profile menu a bit like facebook you click on the little circle of your profile picture in the top right hand corner of the screen you'll get a drop down menu and you'll have uh, the ability to create albums and upload tracks once you do that, a current turnaround, typically you'll get your first airplay within seven days, give or take. Um, and uh, if not in one of my tag shows, then we have another new submission show called Showy McShowface, which I hate the name of, by the way. Um, long British story behind that one. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely give you some some airplay pretty swiftly. Um, if you fit in with some of the genre specific shows, usually our DJs all listen to the new submission shows and start pulling artists across from from them as well. Um, but again, if you want to get on a specific show, um, we have a contact us form on the site where you can request that as well. So, yeah, loads of different options for you to get involved. So in in the video chat currently um shock frenzy is in there they are a um i want to say rock yeah we'll, we'll call them rock band from ohio that um popped up and showed their face they've been in, coming on the live shows a lot recently so i want to tell them thank you for hanging out with us good to um, meet you shock frenzy come and we will also play you we have lots of little niches and holes for you to to cram your uh your your music into people's ear holes um so yeah we'd love to hear some of your stuff at some point uh they are actually at the end of they're the last song on this week's show oh, okay excellent um which doesn't happen often because they are not from pennsylvania but they were friends with the band that was featured um they were on an episode oh it's tad hi tad <laughs> they were on an episode of my other podcast three questions in a song um oh right but- yeah um, that one, much like some of your other shows, is all genres from anywhere. But, um, so, what if someone wanted to to add a show to your to your schedule? How would they go about that? the The most important thing to us is we're one hundred percent unsigned and independent. Uh, so that's the first thing. If you're thinking about, and um, we are quite strict on this, we don't play covers. There has been the sneaky one that's passed by our our filters, but I mean, we're we're all very dedicated to the independent industry. And if you named me anything off the top forty, for instance, I don't have a clue about it. Uh, so we do get things that sneak past, but uh, again, covers, no uh, no major labels, and we even when we're doing interviews, we stray away from doing the artists that influence people kind of section we, we're quite strongly dedicated to uh to the independent industry so that's the first thing um uh, make sure that your show is independent to make sure it's um conforms to a, a vague time structure uh so we don't want one that's like 30 minutes one week and want one that's three hours the next week because it's just impossible um but after that um send us again we've got the contact us form on the website um, go there, send us an inquiry, make sure that you put your link to your show in there because otherwise we've got nothing to reference. Uh, and typically within kind of two weeks, two to four weeks, we'll have got through listening to it uh, and we'll give you uh, uh, an outreach email on how, we, uh, how we're going to go forward from there. Um, sometimes we do ask, like, we like your show, but there's certain compliance I- issues that we have to tackle and as long as you're happy with doing that then then we move forward um let's talk a little bit about the history of the station you said that it's 14 years old yeah 14 years would you believe it well this show is 16 years old so i, I can't believe it why wow, <laughs> damn it I, I thought we were the oldest like, like, <laughs> the dreams have been shattered the, like, well, like what, how what, 
How'd you get started? By accident. That same year. <laughs> Massive accident. So XRP uh, original first instance was um, XRP Music Studios, um, where I was lead producer for the studios. Um, and because being in Birmingham, we ended up having a ridiculous amount of studio requests from Birmingham, Alabama, weirdly. <laughs> um, so we ended up teaming up with a studio over there that was getting loads of requests for Birmingham, England, uh, by happy chance. Um, and we ended up sharing jobs overseas. Um, we then ended up uh, teaming up with, funny enough, a small uh, a small unknown studio in Pennsylvania uh, that was Wolfman Recordings, um, which we didn't work with them for a long time. Um, but we ended up basically job sharing across uh, the waters. Um, and there came to a point where we thought, oh, it'll be really good, considering we've got this big team of producers internationally, if we could kind of play music to each other and suggest edits and, and, and different ideas. So we found this platform called You Broadcast, which was your typical internet streaming kind of site, but you you could only have eight listeners on there, which is all we happened to need at the time. Uh, set up that, started playing music to each other. Um, and it was just like proper nerdy production talk, like super nerdy. Um, and then this annoying Scottish fellow started listening. And he was taking up one of the slots that we desperately <laughs> needed for one of our producers, um, which is, yeah, our very first listener was this Scottish guy. And he just would, he's like, I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. I won't, I, I'm, I'm going to come every week. I'm like, please don't. So we ended up paying the two pound or something for a higher level subscription on it. Um, and then more people started listening and yeah originally it was just between the the few studios this i hate to say there's no short answer to this question by the way bill so cut me oh, off if i need to no go ahead we, um so uh, uh we 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 started doing this show not as djs but people were listening um weird run back connection that scottish guy is now a dj with our station that does five days a week um so we yeah we 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 were doing that and then um this guy called oliver toolies ended up being quite a big name for a while in the independent industry created this campaign called get an unsigned band into the charts or gubic um he's also one of the guys uh if you go back a few years who was working with wes white who did the get rage into the charts campaign uh when uh they got rage for christmas number one like four or five years back however long it was um so yeah the idea was uh they had this group of 300 bands uh that they whittled down into um one that the idea was to vote them down vote them down and then one would be picked and everyone involved all the friends fans bands band members managers whatever would all go and buy this one track on amazon and itunes to get it into the charts um, but it was kind of stuck, that campaign was. Um, so he came to us after gaining probably a handful of listeners on this you broadcast and, and says, well, you do broadcast. How do you feel about airing these 300 bands for me? And we were like, well, I guess we've got a bit of time. Yeah, all right, then we'll do it in our spare time on a night. Uh, and we ended up doing this weekly three hour show uh, for the Gubit campaign slowly processing through all of these 300 bands uh to make sure that people who were voting for the bands had a chance to listen to them all and we ran a few little competitions and then some absolute bleephead um decided to give people my email address uh, <laughs> and my inbox was full of bands going can we have some airplay too well Okay, then. So I ended up doing another three hour show a week uh, job, which were all the bands that were not part of the Gubit campaign. Um, and then I got more emails and more emails and more emails until uh, I had to start asking other people to do shows for me. Um, and, and kind of two years later, uh, you know, 12 years ago, we were at the point where we were 
accidentally just became this 24-hour radio station broadcast, which was ridiculous. So, yeah, I had no intention of doing it. Um, and it was just kind of my typical mentality of feeling like I owe the world everything. Like, you want airplay? Okay, I owe you airplay. Let's go and give you some airplay. Um, and, and now, you know, we get thousands of submissions every single week and it, yeah just got to the point where I, I we now have a radio station one more can, that's about it really
Hey, that was Cage Bombs. This is episode number 562 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight is Tiz from xrpradio.co.uk, also known as Zerp. Right, so I promised you that I was going to ask you some of my off-the-wall questions. Are, are you a musician at all? I, I am. Um, What do you play? Oh, God. I don't <laughs> have short answers to things. I'm a grade eight string instrumentalist. So violin, viola, cello, double bass, mandolin, banjo, guitar, not electric bass, um, ukulele, um, and anything with strings. I play a bit of piano and I can bash a drum kit, kind of. Um, but don't put any wind instruments near me because I make an awful racket. Are you familiar with Robert Johnson, the blues player? Very vaguely. Okay. So the story is that he was a terrible guitarist and he was always going up on stage in, in between people's sets and trying to play the blues and they would chase him out and he disappeared for like a year and he came back and he was a phenomenal guitarist. And the rumor that went around was that he met the devil at the crossroads and sold his soul to be able to play the guitar. Yeah. So my question for you is if you ended up waiting that crossroads and the devil showed up, what would you sell your soul for? Oh, um, a day off. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, no, seriously. Um, I'll actually, no, seriously a day off. Um, no, something, um, Along the lines of uh, one of the biggest things that I think uh, this, this is just going to make me look like independent music advocate of the year here, but there's so much drama in the scene these days. Um, there's so many people that are posting their public behind the scene, well, posting their behind the scene quarrels in public. Uh, and, you know, I understand that people have got the right to be annoyed or hurt with each other's actions or whatever. Uh, but when we've got mainstream uh, musicians, labels, people looking at us, uh, you know, possibly to be bringing the next big finger. And they see all these, you know, very personal quarrels. Sometimes it's uh, personal to the level of a couple have split up and they're on two different company boards or something. Um, and it just makes us look really stupid. Um, so, yeah, I wish uh, I would sell my soul if Facebook had two things. One, a breathalyzer <laughs> and, and, and to an anger filter um, that, that just in both cases just made it turn around to you and go, come back in an hour and then retype what you were going to say. Um, <laughs> and and if, if everyone's Facebook had that on it, I would be a happy man. So I, I once interviewed a band um, called Diesel Beast out of Denton, Texas. And this, this next question is named after them. Um, because they just had the greatest answer ever. And what I asked them was if they could play a gig with any band in the history of the world at any location, who would they want to play with and and where would they want to play? Why? And um, I'll give you their answer. You want me to give it to you before you answer or after? Oh, I'll say before just to kind of make mine look a lot tamer, I presume. <laughs> So their answer was that they wanted to play with Dio at Stonehenge. That is cool. That is a cool, that is a very cool answer. I probably don't have anything as cool as that at all. Um, what I would like to do is it's hard to pick one. And as I said earlier, you know, I'm not really up to big knowledge in, in mainstream music. So my answers are probably going to come across quite obscure. Um, but I would like to play as a collaboration of, of independent artists that I uh, work with and, and, and have kind of worked for and on behalf of on my wedding day. I think that would be cool to have kind of a, a an independent music festival wedding thing. I don't know. It sounds like I, a logistical think... nightmare now I'm talking about it. I mean... Be interesting. You probably have some party crashers. Oh, indefinitely. <laughs> I, I, th I think part of that's encourageable. If anything, I'm 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 one for uh, the last festival that I ran with XRP was back in 2012 ish, 
Um, but yeah, that was just full of party crashes. We had a 12 band lineup and they ended up being 25 bands on the bill. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that was good fun. If you could go back in time without breaking the space time continuum, so Doc Brown doesn't yell at you, okay. um, and you could hang out with any band and do an interview. Who would you want to interview? Oh, probably the Chili Peppers before they found too many. Well, they already had found drugs, but, you know, too many drugs. When you could still speak to them in an interview um, and before they got uh, too much corporate media in them and they kind of went pop back in their funk days um mainly so not so much for the interview but mainly so i could tell range of them and go don't make the zephyr song um and and that that would be the main reason and <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you if you've caught wind of this but i've been asking this question um a lot in the last like two years um i tend to name questions this one is the dave Grohl question um that you are familiar, I can tell. Yes. Good. Maybe he'll hear about it. You've heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the question is just simply, if you could go up on stage and play with any band, who would you want to play with? But it's based on the fact that the Foo Fighters are known for bringing people up on stage. I kind of want to go back into the past and do the Chili Peppers again, but I wouldn't do it now. Um, oh, that's, that's a difficult one. I don't really like any bands that are alive that pe other people <laughs> would know. <laughs> or, or haven't ruined themselves um i guess it would probably be um there's i mean this is going to be an obscure answer but there's a band called donkey that we play quite a lot um that that generally have a lot of collaborative artists um with them um and i would love to be able to be part of some i, th I think their one thing was 19 musicians on stage and i just like the idea of that having kind of almost a band orchestra going on uh, to perform as a as a big collaborative piece um, would just be a cool thing to do. Yeah, I, I like that answer. the the whole The whole Foo Fighters thing came about because my favorite thing that I see that happens in the local scene here is when a band is out supporting another band and they notice, they'll bring them up on stage and and they'll do a cover so that that person can participate in oh, the show. And um. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. You're gonna have to help me out here. <laughs> um, so let's do it. Was uh, I think she's she's on for the uh, the wedding plans. Oh, okay, crazy <laughs> woman. Um, and um, Anthony Price um is one of the members of Dunkey, which I presume may be in. Uh, she's obviously just tagged him in on Facebook uh, to try and drag him in. He's he's <laughs> probably in bed, love. So I've watched some documentaries recently. Like I watched one on Robert Johnson a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, I watched the the one on Motley Crue and um, The Dirt. Um, I watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody recently. Um, if if you were to play a musician in a in a documentary, what musician would you want to play? <laughs> what, what kind of question is this oh dear um uh, that that is a hard question um i kind of want to defer to the missus again now which i know she's listening because i, I can't think who i'd be good at playing um i'm far too self-absorbed to play anyone that isn't me uh, <laughs> um probably um you know what? Someone like Dead Mice, because then I'd just have the thing on my head all the time, and I wouldn't actually have to act too well because I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Anyone with a mask, Slipknot, fine, cool. As long as I don't have to open my mouth or actually have my face on screen. I don't think she's up for helping you. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> uh, I think she blinked too. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, any, anyone um, with a mask, I'm good. Who are some ba some bands that you've played on? She said some with a poor British accent. <laughs> I really want to swear lots right at the moment, but I'm trying to hold my tongue. 
Um, who are some bands that, that you play that you think um, the listeners here should should go out and listen to? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, uh, some of the bands that I think would be excellent for you, you guys to, to find out, but um, I feel like... Uh, well, some some of the best ones. The worst thing is that they've stopped playing music at the moment. But I mean, uh, there, there was a British band called Buried from Below um, that that played our festival. That are heavy beyond words. They are so loud. Um, there, there's a band called No Paradise, uh, which we've just come across. Um, who are um, they, they've got their very heavy side, but they're also kind of almost Mars Volta kind of uh, progressive. Uh, points which works really well um oh i mean there's uh, a ridiculous amount of stuff um black lakes excellent kind of very heavy um m- melodic rock band um smashing to pieces they're massive at the moment especially over here they're um, they're a folk band right <laughs> no <laughs> 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 they're, they're, they're quite weird they're, they're one of these new wave kind of uh heavy metal rock slash electro bands um at some points they sound really poppy um and at other points they sound really kind of uh uh less so um i know my, my other half has mentioned a few that are le- less rock and metal orientated but um uh investigator from new zealand funny we were talking about new zealand before we started the show um yeah they're a great kind of um indie rock band um fox trap if you if you like electronic music you can't really do much better than fox trap full stop that's stunning um the third bridge um can be unique at times shall we pull it that way uh one of their they've made a deaf metal poker um and a country metal song um so definitely good fun with some of the music and the other stuff is just kind of really beautifully well thought out crafted kind of acoustic music so uh they do have a serious side i think i think that some of the the weirder stuff is under one of the many other pseudonyms of craid hecht um but yeah i, I mean there's, there's just so many um i, I could go on forever but it, th- this is one thing that i do do for a lot of people um if anyone ever Add me on social media, not a problem. It's Tiz Shearer, T-I-Z-Z-S-H-E-A-R-E-R. Um, I'll, I'll add anyone for a while, and if you annoy me too much, I'll get rid of you. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of people will just kind of get in touch with me and go, I'm in a metal mood today. Suggest me 10 metal bands, and I'll, I'll do that. Because, uh, you know, aside from the radio, it's all about getting the music out there and getting it new listeners. So if I've got legitimate people that are going to listen to good music, I'll, I'll always refer refer stuff grave huffer now if you want super heavy grave huffer is where you want to go they are they are doom doom in music format if you like having breeze blocks thrown at your eardrums grave huffer is the one that you want um and if you also like uh breeze blocks thrown at your ears i do have a great psychiatrist that i can put you in touch with (laughs) i I mean Um, I, I, i could do a genre by genre kind of Run down easily. Hip hop, you want Noddy NT, definitely. Electro Foxtrap, 100%. Uh, metal, great. I mean, Doom, Gryly, Evil Metal, definitely great. For, um, what else have we got? Jazz. Um, ooh, ooh. Um, any, anything by the Tank Collective. Um, country. Uh, I should probably tell my missus because I don't like country. Silver Line, the Silver Line. There you go. That'll do um kind of acoustic folk uh sound of the sirens they're massive at the moment um all, all of the all of these yeah easily to find on facebook if you can remember the name and again if you're interested in any of them just grab me on facebook and i'll uh or any other social media i'm either at tis xrp or xrp tis on any social network that you can find um, and I'll I'll happily send you the links to to any of them. My question is, if I was flipping through my social studies book and I found a section about um, about Tiz, why would you be in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know the missus is going to pop up with some horrific comments soon. Um, <laughs> social studies: um, how to lose your mind quickly. Um, <laughs> 
how to work off two hours sleep a night. Um, I, I don't know. Probably the wrong reasons. That's all I know. And I, you know, in in a good way, you know, I'd hope it would be how to bring people together, um, no matter what their their differences. You know, I like to smash down those boundaries um, and and genres. I'll play a metal track and I'll play a hip hop track and. I'll get metalists to like hip hop, and I'll make it'll get uh, hip hop artists to like metalists, and you know that's kind of what it's all about. Forget politics, religion, background, economics. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to do a really nice piece here about bringing people together. She, she stopped us both mid sentence. <laughs> oh dear! I told you to try and get people to listen, not stop people from having anything to listen to um yeah yeah I'd, I'd, you know on a good way serious note i'd like it to be something about you know bringing people together but cat's probably quite right in the fact that it'll be something about slowly losing your mind um after uh not remembering to sleep eat breathe go to the toilet have a wash for two weeks whilst you're trying to finish a project or something, <laughs> something like that. Hey, right, last question for you. Shortest question. What's up next? I know, long answer, short question. <laughs> yeah. Um, for XRP as a whole, are we are we saying? Yes. Um, we, we've got a lot of different things that we're toying with, to be honest. Um, we've just released a brand new website, which is a new platform. We've got our own digital distribution center, so we're selling music on our website. Uh, which means we don't have, uh, we've cut all the costs, um, unlike iTunes, Amazon, CD, maybe all that, that take 25 to 35% of um, fees and, and transaction fees. We only cover the cut. We don't take any money ourselves. We cover the card transaction fee, which is 10% or lower, typically lower. Um, so it's the best kind of uh, uh, distribution sales uh, place. Basically, we get, we're giving you your money that you deserve, in short. Um, so that was a big kind of release. We want to push that a lot harder than we have been at the moment. Um, we've just been trying to kind of really kind of clean up the platform and make sure it's competitive to those, those big giants um, and, and starting getting interest in that. We've toyed with the idea of television, the kind of old school MTV style, uh, you know, stuff um but i mean one of our main things is to do it on an international level and we don't just want to you know be another version of youtube or something like that we we always like to carve our own niche uh we might bring back festivals it's been a good six or seven years since we've been in that kind of area um but as always with everything that we do it's by accident we now have our own social network on the site you know um which we didn't intend to um we just found out that we could. We we had a wall. People started using it, um, and we're trying to push it forward to becoming. You know, let's get away. See, can't knew what I was going to say. Um, to to get away from Facebook and the pictures of kittens and everyone's aggressive politics and all that. You know, I don't want to see your terrible food. Nine times out of ten, people really proud of this plate of food and it's horrific. Um. I, i'm to... guilty of that sometimes <laughs> i'm sure your food looks lovely but um <laughs> i do have an unfortunate amount of british people on my facebook and uh <laughs> our culinary skills aren't as exciting as uh as elsewhere in the world so yeah <laughs> you know we kind of fall into everything nothing's off the table uh with, with us um and we'll just kind of go where we naturally can kind of curve ourselves. uh carve ourselves a niche that is that is unique that isn't just another youtube another itunes another this we always want to be uh a... all right well tiz i want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode 562 it's been an absolute pleasure um and it's been a long time coming that we we've spoken together so i must uh drag you into one of my shows at some point it'll have to be a weekend <laughs> like today yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do it on a weekend and I'm definitely going to have some more obscure questions for you. <laughs> it, it, we, we may end up toing and throwing a battle of the questions for a while here now. <laughs> after that entourage of uh... all of almost all of them have stories behind them. 
Um, I'll give you an off the air explanation to the ones I asked you. Um, But this has been episode number 562, the Pennsylvania rock show. Make sure you check us out each and every Friday morning at 6am on build It is on the radio station that, Unfortunately, is an auto DJ one because time is not my friend on buildthescene.com slash radio. It is airs on xrpradio.co.uk multiple times, and I don't remember them off the top of my head. The, the main <laughs> slot is 7 till 9 p.m. GMT. So what's that? 2 till on a Monday. It should um, be. It'll be an hour. So it'd be um, 2 to 3. I think we do two in a row. Because oh, two in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would be two to four. Yeah, uh, two to four. Oh, did, is this going to end up... Am I going to get interviewed on my own station? You absolutely gonna... are. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to look wonderfully egocentric. <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, we'll let that happen then. <laughs> um, so, Tiz and I are going to head off into the night... And uh, the rest of you are going to hear some more of the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. And when you hear John, the American Hill Jacqueline's voice, you will know that the episode has ended. Make sure you stay on the station you're listening on because they are providing you with more of the best unsigned rock, metal, and other genres that there are in the world. We'll catch you next week.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.